Would you bow your heads in prayer? Lord, as we come here this night before our national day of thanksgiving, work in our hearts this night, in our lives this night, that which truly makes for thanksgiving. In your name we pray, amen. This has been a strange year. Amen, I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It seems strange right now, almost awkward to be talking about Thanksgiving. 2020 has made me stop and think, what exactly makes for a thankful heart? Someone might say, well, humility. We need to swallow our pride and come to grips with and recognize the fact that uh, we are completely and utterly dependent on God. Others might say faith is what's needed. Faith in the Father who created us and provides for us. Faith in His Son who who gave His life to redeem us. Faith in the Holy Spirit who, who gives us faith and nourishes that faith. Thankfulness is the fruit of faith. Well, Someone else might put it this way. They might say what it takes is to have the right perspective. I was thinking about an old Peanuts cartoon. See this? I'm looking around the room and you all know what Peanuts cartoons are. Yes. Thank you. Snoopy was, it was Thanksgiving Day. Snoopy was out by his doghouse and while everybody else was inside, he was outside eating dog food. And in the first thing, he mutters and grumbles to himself, well, here I am, everybody else is inside eating turkey, and just because I'm a dog, I have to sit outside and eat dog food. Well, the next panel, he's up laying on top of his doghouse, getting a different perspective. Well, it could be worse, he thinks. I could have been a turkey. (laughs) That's perspective. Getting a different perspective helps us look at things differently. That's what happens in Habakkuk. In our text, in in chapter 3, and and especially at the end of our text, he he ends with these, these glorious words, God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on the high places. That's perspective, getting closer to God and seeing our lives through his eyes. 
we're going to be thankful this year. That's what we need to do. After everything that's happened in 2020, what you and I need is a new perspective. And that's what God gives us to the prophet Habakkuk. I'm sitting here thinking, Gordon, you're probably glad you didn't have to say his name in the reading tonight, right? I bet you don't know a lot about Habakkuk. Maybe you don't even realize that one of the passages from the Old Testament most often and certainly most importantly quoted in the New Testament comes from this short book. The just will live by his faith. You know, that's that, that little verse is at the root of the Reformation. Changed Luther's life. Habakkuk was a prophet, lived around 600 years before Christ. He was a prophet of the southern kingdom of Judah. And when you read this short little book, you get a, a, a real lesson on the importance of your perspective. I mean, Habakkuk starts out full of anxiety. He's depressed, he's fearful, he's got all sorts of questions and doubts about God. But he ends up making an incredible statement of faith. And it all happens in three chapters. Very short prophet. He starts out with some questions that he has for God. Today we would call this a theodicy. Theodicy is questions that looked at how evil the world is and wondered how can God let such bad things happen? Asking that question is what's called a theodicy. Well, in the first chapter of, of, his, of his prophecy, Habakkuk is angry with God. He wants to know. How, he says, God, look at how violent, look at how unjust Judah is, your people. How long are you just going to sit there in heaven and let this go on? That's, that's Habakkuk's question in chapter 1. And God basically says to him, I'm coming. I'm going to do something. I'm going to raise up the nation of Babylon and carry Judah into exile. That's basically chapter one. Chapter two, Habakkuk's still angry, still filled with anxiety and questions. Why? God, why would you choose Babylon? Don't you know how evil, how pagan the Babylonians are? Again, God answers, don't worry about Babylon. As soon as I'm done with Judah, I'll take care of them. I'll have my way. And then comes chapter 3. 
And the mood is so different in chapter 3 that scholars have wondered how could the same person who wrote chapters 1 and 2 write chapter 3? What happened? Well, what happens is that God changes Habakkuk's perspective. To such extent that, that Habakkuk writes the words that are our text tonight from verses 17 through 19 of chapter 3. Words that express hope and thanksgiving in the midst of a time when there seemed to be very little reason for it. I want you to listen to, to the words of Habakkuk. He says, though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit beyond the vines. The produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flocks be cut off from the fold, and there be no herds in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on the high places. Habakkuk knew that tough times were coming. There were some hard days ahead for Judah. He saw fig trees and fields that were barren. He saw cattle that were dying and stalls that were empty. Everything looked like a dismal year. Like Perhaps 2020. No reason for thanksgiving, you would think. Except when Habakkuk looks at everything that's happening through eyes of faith, from God's perspective. See, folks, that's what that teaches me, before I can say thank you with integrity and meaning, that's what I need. I need to see things through eyes of faith. I need to see things through God's eyes. Folks, thankfulness is not a matter of making a list of all the good things in your life and saying thank you. That's not where thanksgiving comes from. Thankfulness is being able to look in faith through the difficulties, through the challenges of life, to see God at work. You know, in the epistle reading tonight, I don't know if you heard that, Paul, that's what Paul tells us to do. He says, he says, uh, do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Thanksgiving. You know what that means? 
Instead of worrying and fretting and griping and complaining, which only brings you down. Paul says, instead of that, bring all that stuff to God with thanksgiving. And see if God doesn't change your perspective. Change how you look at whatever it is. He promises something. He says, you do that. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and mind. New perspective. This, Paul gives the same, same advice in 1 Thessalonians. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. Not, not just when things are good. He says, give thanks in all circumstances because faith enables us to see The goodness of God at work. Not just in good times, but in challenging times. And so here we are. Thanksgiving 2020. It's been a tough year for our nation, for you. Ongoing plague of things like abortion and other things continued. But then this year we added the pandemic, the shutdown, the economy, the collapse of oil and gas, the riots, the protests, the turmoil around the election. It seems like every time COVID numbers go down, they go back up. And in there, there's been all the other stuff going on, right? Marriage struggles, job losses for some people, illnesses. Some people having to go into the hospital with serious illness and not being able to have anyone come and visit them. People dying and yet dying alone because their family is separated from some of you having loved ones die and not be able to go to the funerals or them not even be able to have a funeral. We come to Thanksgiving this year in the, in the midst of a time of anxiety and upheaval. And it's just here that I think our faith can make our Thanksgiving deeper and more meaningful than at any other time. I love, I love these words written by Fleming Rutledge. Okay. I think I put them on the screen. I can't remember. It says, okay, that's just the end of the quote, so I'll read the whole thing. Okay. Oh, there it is. The life of thankfulness, biblically speaking, is lived in view of the hard things of existence. As the life of thanksgiving deepens, 
we discover that the more mature prayers of thanksgiving are not those offered for obvious blessings, but those spoken in gratitude for obstacles overcome, for insights gained, for lessons learned, for increased humility, for help received in times of need, for strength to persevere, and for opportunities to serve others. You know, when God gives all of that kind of thing to us in the midst of hard, difficult, troubled times. Think about when you've grown most in your faith, when God has been most at work, in the difficult challenging moments of life. Nancy Ortberg wrote a book called Looking for God, and she describes a time early in her career as a nurse when she was sent out to care for a 14-year-old girl who had had her leg amputated. And as she went out to meet this girl, she wondered, how does a 14-year-old come to grips with losing a leg? While she meets the girl in a physical therapy room, sitting in a whirlpool bath. And as they talk, Nancy learns that this young 14-year-old is a Christian. And this is what Nancy writes. She says, I wasn't prepared for the spirit of this young girl. Especially when she lifted her freshly amputated leg up out of the bubbling water for me to see and said, look at how much I have left. I could not get her words out of my mind. Look at how much I have left. She wasn't in denial. She knew that a big part of her leg had been taken. And yet she said to me, gratitude. Look at how much I have left. Folks, that kind of perspective, that kind of thanksgiving is forged in suffering. You know, we look at the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ and our hearts are filled with gratitude. Why? Because we see his suffering on the cross from the perspective of the empty tomb. And because of the empty tomb, we know that Jesus died, suffered all that so that you and I could spend eternity with him in heaven. Our faith helps us to look at difficult times the way it helped a man who who sat by his wife's bed as she died of cancer. And he sat there in silence for a few moments, and then suddenly he lifted his fist in triumph, and he said out loud, Thank you, Lord! And his son looked at him, Dad, thank you? Yes. Cancer didn't win. God won. Because God won, Mom won too. Perspective of faith changes everything.
God's perspective gives us a grateful faith even in the hardest times, even in 2020 A.D. Perspective gives us a faith that cries out with Habakkuk, yet, in spite of it all, no matter what happens, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. A blessed thanksgiving to you all. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life that is everlasting. Amen.